sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomeus. And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Nintendo dropped a stack of old and new games as part of a blockbuster Nintendo Direct. The very first Grammy for video game music has been awarded, and Team Fortress 2 gets a major update after six years. Here is the news for Sunday, 12th of February. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Nintendo dropped a 40-minute Direct on Thursday and it was packed with new and old games you can play on the Switch. What is old is brand new again. The big one was the long-rumoured Metroid Prime Remastered, which was made available right after the presentation. We actually got a look at some gameplay for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with some Meccano-like vehicle building and all the enemies now have hats. Can you believe it's only a couple months until the release date on the 12th of May, Kyle? I am so pumped for this fair. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games have been added to the Nintendo Switch Online, but you'll need to have a higher tier subscription to play Minish Cap, the best handheld Zelda game of all time, on GBA. Other games in the new Game Boy collection includes Metro 2, Link's Awakening DX, and the original Goat Tetris, as well as Mario Kart Super Circuit and WarioWare Inc. Minigame Mania. The Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which includes 10 games from that amazing series, launches on the 14th of April. Pikmin 4 got a release date, complete with Space Dog Otachi, and that releases on the 21st of July. Speaking of release dates, Tactical Wargame Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, which was delayed from a December 3rd, 2021 launch, will now arrive on the 21st of April. Indie title Sea of Stars, a retro turn-based RPG, will arrive on the 29th on a bunch of platforms, but you can pick up a demo right now, exclusive to the Switch. Roguelike action platformer Dead Cells gets the Return to Castlevania expansion, a crossover which lets you play alongside Alucard and Richter Belmont on the 6th of March. And Splatoon 3, Fire Emblem Engage, Xenoblade Chronicles and Mario Kart 8 are all getting major DLC expansions this year. This year, the 2023 Grammys included an award for the best score soundtrack for video games or interactive media for the first time. And the award went to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok. Here is the song's composer, Stephanie Ekonomu, using her platform to spread the good word about video game music during her acceptance speech. I want to say I'm so grateful to Ubisoft and Simone Landry for inviting me into the rich, rich legacy of Assassin's Creed. To all of the remarkable musicians who had a hand in shaping the sound of this score, I share this with all of you. And lastly, I just want to recognize all of the people who fought tirelessly to bring this category of video game music into existence. Thank you for acknowledging and validating the power of game music. This is truly such an honor. Thank you. I love to see video game creators getting the credit they absolutely deserve, and fingers crossed we'll see more of it moving forward. The saga that is Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard continues this week with an insane statement from the studio's CEO. UK's Competition and Markets Authority have been all over Microsoft over the proposed $69 billion purchase, putting pressure on the company to explain how this is a reasonable acquisition and not just an act of egregious monopolization. And the heat is clearly getting to those involved. Here is Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick on CNBC this week, speaking to why he believes this deal is so important for the UK's tech industry. I would think you'd want to embrace a transaction like this where you're going to see job creation and opportunity. 
And it really isn't at all about whether it's Sony or Microsoft's platform. It's really about the future of technology. And, you know, they, they've said now for last year, I think Rishi Sunak has said they'd like to be the Silicon Valley of, uh, of Europe or of the continent. And if deals like this can't get through, they're not going to be Silicon Valley. They'll be Death Valley. Well, I bet the UK Competitions and Markets Authority just loved to hear that. It's such an interesting situation. Seems like it's just getting more heated. At this point, it's hard to see what the outcome will be. The fans called for it, and finally, Team Fortress 2 is getting a big update, which should address multiplayer issues with the 2007 game. Valve put out a call-out for community members to contribute to the game through the Steam Workshop, saying they were planning on a full-sized update with new maps, items, and more. The last big content update for the game was in 2017, but the game has received minor patches since then. This legendary shooter really set the template for many of the class-based shooters we have now, like Apex Legends and Overwatch, so it's cool that it's still getting new stuff more than 15 years after it was released. That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this week. Out on the 14th is Blanc. It's a super stylish adventure game that follows a wolf cub and a fawn stranded in a frozen wilderness as they try to find their way home. It has a fantastic black and white hand-drawn style that looks beautiful. Grab it on PC or Switch this Tuesday. Also out Tuesday is Wanted Dead, the latest game by the makers of Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive. It's a hack-and-slash third-person shooter hybrid set in an anime-inspired Hong Kong, and it looks awesome. It's available on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox on the 14th. Warzone 2 Season 2 is dropping this week and promises a bunch of new content. New events, skins, and operators for all game modes, plus, most excitingly, a brand new map for the Resurgence mode. Warzone 2 is available for free on most platforms, and Season 2 will go live on the 15th. And later in the week, we get the release of Wild Hearts, a monster hunting action RPG by Japanese developers Omega Force. Hunt down massive monsters alone or co-op with friends in a fantasy world inspired by feudal Japan. Wild Hearts is out on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series S and X on the 17th. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomew. And my name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows, so if you want to be a legend like Rob D, who recently signed up to be a monthly backer, it's easy. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That address again is sifter.com.au forward slash support. Sifter is produced by myself, Fiona Bartholomew, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and Gianni DiGiovanni is our executive producer and also edits each episode. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. And thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.